The first one is submission to a man. Whereas the man is the leader and you come under his mission and his leadership. We'll talk about that one. That's the one we're going to talk about mainly today. Mm -hmm. The second one is the man submits to you. Mm -hmm. You're the leader. You're the captain. He comes underneath your mission and your leadership and your direction. That's the second one. And the third one, and it's a big word, but I want people to get lost in. It's called egalitarian relationships. Egalitarian. Big words always have small definition. It just mm -hmm. means equal. It's yeah. an equal relationship where both you guys are the leaders. Mm -hmm. How does that work? You guys choose. Exactly. You how that I don't know how two kings can exist or two presidents or two CEOs, but hey, that happens. Yo, what's good, everybody? And this week's podcast is brought to you by our amazing sponsors at Geology. Guys, Geology is an award-winning skincare brand that has custom skincare regimen for the unique skincare needs of the everyday man. Guys, so many people send me messages and they're like, yo, Fees, I ain't trying to come off weird, but dude, what do you do for your skin? And guys, I always recommend hop on a skincare routine ASAP and Geology is an amazing one. You can take a self-diagnostic test and it will give you guys custom skincare products just for you and your particular needs. So go to geology.com, use the offer code roommates at checkout. You'll be able to get 30% off your monthly regimen. Guys, invest in improving your skincare, invest in leveling up physically, and the best way to do that is via geology. The link is in the description below. Hop on it ASAP and let's get to this week's episode. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, we are back. We are back, back, back. Last episode. Oh, wow. In Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, that is kind of crazy, ain't it? Yes. It's a milestone. It's a chapter that we ended. <laughs> and it just now it just hit me in my head. Yes. How you feel about it? I haven't had the time to process uh, it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But if I was to throw some things out there, you know, it's it's it's, it's interesting, man. Just the amount of places we use to record. You know, at one point it was my parents' home. Yeah. Then it was the apartment across the street. Yeah. Now it's this one. And, you know, to be now finally being able to get a place just for recording. Yes. It's going to be uh, <laughs> a breath of fresh air. So, man, Atlanta's been good to us. It has. Shout it has. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has. Yeah, Atlanta's been really good to us. You know, shout out to Stefan, both of them, Doval and Labossier. Yes, my guys. For all the opportunities. Eric Hines, yes. Joseph Harrison. Yes, Lord. That, no, I, dang, I believe yeah, that. <laughs> Eric Harrison and Joseph Hines. Shout out yeah. to my, my brothers, man. Shout out to the one and only the GOAT. You know, Mr. Rambo himself, John Mark. <laughs> Love John, man. You know, so it's just a lot of amazing people. You know who who's helped made, who's helped grow the show over the years, man. Who's been in this city, my parents, yes. especially my mom and dad for letting me use the living room couch <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to record yeah. my videos when I was doing them initially late at night, giving me the opportunity to to just to use the space and to sometimes my dad will be watching mm. something on YouTube and he would just turn it off and let me record, yeah. so I wouldn't have to stay up so late. 
That's what's up. Um, so yeah, man, it's been a lot of great opportunities here, and I'm excited about the next chapter. But, but yeah, man, thank you, Atlanta. Thank you, Atlanta, man. Thank you for everything. You know, yeah. the cap capital of the world, <laughs> man. You know, he's definitely giving us a lot of good times. Uh, you know, a lot of ideas and conversations and topics that birthed just from this city alone. So Atlanta is literally like my second home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like my fun. So I go to work and have fun at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, they go yeah. back to reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, I, I love Atlanta. You know, I appreciate everything Atlanta has done for us. But yes, you know, sometimes you got to just, mm-hmm. time to move on, you yes. know, and build a build a nest. Yeah, you know, build a uh, a foundation and build some roots. So it's time to do it. Yeah. So guys, hope you enjoyed the last episode here. Enjoy, you know, the bare walls and the ketchup stain. That <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I don't even know what happened right there. Yeah, That's crazy. So a lot of people have sat on this this table. <laughs> some of them are friends. Some of them, you know, are others now. <laughs> others. <laughs> but uh, but you know, just thankful for the opportunity, man. You know, like I said, this wouldn't be possible. Without all the people rocking with us on Patreon, man, they they made all this happen. Yes, hundred percent. They, they they pay for the cameras, the lights, yep. tables, yep, mic stands, we XLR broke, cables, XLR cables. We broke these microphones so many times. Oh my god! Yeah, these are four hundred dollar microphones, and we probably broke like three of them. At least three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted money. Traveling, huh? you know. Yeah. Mixers, multiple mixers, oh, yes. broken mixers. Yes. I mean, I, I I appreciate the people, man. 100%. I think it just wouldn't. We couldn't do this without them. And so, you know, we're definitely um, moving into the next season of life, moving to Dallas. We talked about it in the previous episode. Make sure you check it out, episode 255, if you haven't watched it already. Yep. And one of the big pushes, as we said previously, is Patreon. We want to grow to 4,000 patrons. I'm not sure when this episode drops. We're probably over 2,000 right now. Hey Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're halfway to our goal. So, guys, patreon.com slash roommates. Be sure to support us. Get additional content. Masculinity course is out. Hey! hey! Masculinity course is out because I I kind of intro it in my video. I may release the intro video. I'm not sure yet how I mm. feel about it. Okay. But you don't want Superman. I so, mean, a long time ago. I don't remember I don't, it. You know, I don't remember it. I'm sorry, of y'all. Of course, of course. So, the idea in Superman is that Superman's real name is Kal-El. Okay. Do you know that? I thought it was Clark Kent. <laughs> but am I off, though? That's his American name. Okay, or so his, his I'm earthly not, name. I'm not too far off. Yeah, but I said his real name. You did. So I guess you were thinking, like, okay, that's, that's fair. what I'm saying. His original name. What's the most right answer is yours? I'm still yes, right, yes, but it ain't yes, the most right. Yes. So, people, he goes by Clark Kent on yes, planet Earth, but yes. his real name that his parents gave him was Cal L. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, his father's name is Jor L. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've heard it. I've heard it. And he's from the planet Krypton. I heard that. Okay, you know I, that. I've heard that. Okay. Yes, yes. So, and kryptonite is what kills him or what can kill him? It's his weakness. Okay. It's, it's okay. a core mineral that was found on the planet. All right. Krypton. All right. So, is that like vibranium? <laughs> uh, see, you're, you're, we're, we're working with you. So, the idea is that. Jor-El realized that Krypton was a dying planet. Okay. And he realized that something was going on with the core and the planet was going to explode if they did not do something immediately. Wow, what a prophet. Nobody listened to him. He was a scientist. Nobody listened to him. And then eventually when the planet was going to explode, he didn't have enough time to save everybody, especially him and his wife. Mm. All he had was a spaceship available that he can put his son, Kal-El, to. Mm. 
and the spaceship was supposed to, I believe it was set to Earth. Mm. And different storylines, different theories about it, but it's set to Earth. And so, depending on the storyline, some storylines say that, you know, he, his job was to conquer Earth and be the ruler of Earth. Some people say his goal was to be the protector of Earth, depending gotcha. on the storyline. Okay. So he's leaving Krypton to go to Earth. And while he's leaving to go to Earth, the problem is that his dad has all this legacy that he wants to teach his son, but he can't teach it to him because he's going to be dead yeah. when he gets to Earth. Yeah. And then people on Earth are kind of primitive people, so they don't know about the universe and, and all these different things that are going on. So what Jor-El did was he installed his consciousness into um, the, uh, I believe it was the rocket ship or the ship. And, and so that in the future, Clark could plug into it and basically get a lesson of the history of the universe mm. from his father. Mm. So Clark is a son sent by the father mm. to Earth. <laughs> see where this is going. See where this is going. Yeah. But the son, when he arrived on Earth, he forgot who he was. Mm. He got he he got um, adopted by the Kents, Martha and Jonathan Kent, which gave him the name Clark Kent. Okay. But as he got older, he started developing powers that other people didn't have, like super speed, laser sights, all this stuff. And they're like, he's like, Mom, Dad, who am I? That's when it revealed to him, you are Cal L. You're from the planet Krypton. Your parents are Jor-El, I forgot his mother's name. Mm -hmm. And here's a ship. And then when he goes on the ship, he's able to now hear all the information from his father. So in the Fortress of Solitude, Kal-El, I mean, Jor-El, his father's consciousness is uploaded to it. So he goes there to learn from his father. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was always cool, like that idea, like us, even though your dad is dead, he teaches you about being a man. Yeah. About life that you can ask him about. So I viewed a lot of guys are kind of like Kal-El. Yeah. They're, they're living on this planet and especially the ones who have single, grew up to single mothers, they don't know anything. They don't know who they are. They don't know where they came from. They don't know their legacy. They don't, they don't know their strengths. They don't know, they don't know anything. Yeah. And that so builds they, identity and when you don't have, don't know that information, your identity can be, whoo. Exactly. Yeah. So, I treated the masculinity course like that. Yeah. Like, I'm Jor-El. This is who you are. You know, God created you to be this man. God gave you this masculine energy inside you the same way that Clark had this power inside of him. And it's my job to teach you how to tap into that so that you can become the best version of yourself. I love it. So, that's the masculinity course. It's available on Patreon. Patreon.com slash roommates. And it's just something where I, I, I'm telling you, when I meet so many guys, it, I really wonder how do they do it. Mm. How do they I'm do so what? impressed. How do they live without any support? Yeah. Like think about it. You have your dad. Mm -hmm. You have your cousins. Mm -hmm. You have your uncles. You have your friends. You had you know the, the people mentoring you, discipling. You had so much support, which made Chris the man he is today. Yeah. And a lot of guys have nothing. Yeah. That I couldn't imagine. Honestly, couldn't imagine. Yeah, you know, I, I, and and that could have easily been me. Mm. You know, and that's, yeah, that is something that is is really one of the biggest like catastrophic things that about the society why we are just so you know crazy today. You know, because nobody has that support system. If you don't have that support system, therefore you don't know your identity. If you don't know your identity, then you're really lost in this world. And then you go to run to things that 
naturally feels good, but they may not be the best for you. Mm-hmm. Could be music, it could be women, could be drugs, could be alcohol. You name it, all those things. People do it, they run with it, they cope with it, and then they hang around these people that kind of have the same Im- or same interests or same issues, and then you know y'all want a big gumbo or bad, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's something where you know society is is struggling with that because a lot of men are like that, and if the men are like that, you know, it's going to be hard for leaders to be birthed yeah. and to really can make some real change in this world. So yeah, I think I think the course is amazing. You know, I think. Uh, the channel is amazing. You know, I think the, the the purpose and the mission behind the roommates is definitely needed. Mm-hmm. And I really, truly feel like it is God-ordained. And, uh, you know, I'm just blessed to be a part of the vehicle. But, yeah, I think, the, I think these men have to understand that when they have an opportunity or something that's going to prove themselves in front of them, they have to take that chance. Mm-hmm. They have to take a risk. Whatever that opportunity is, they have to do it. You know, I, I remember being approached by um, a disciple and and talking about learning more about the Bible, you know, and I had to give up time, mm-hmm. had to give up hanging out with my friends, I had to give up probably some fun mm-hmm. to really go deep dive into, you know, me and my spirituality, and that changed me forever. Yeah, you know, so even with the the masculinity course, people can hear the message, but they have to invest in it, mm-hmm. and they have to make that sacrifice and and really, you know, put the work in and and, and see how it can change your life. You know, I hope, you know, everybody that's listening to the podcast, you were, if you were a man, that you definitely tap into it, mm-hmm. you know, and really invest in yourself. Because my thing is, what can you lose? Yeah. You know, you're probably only going to lose time. Yeah. The information is going to be really good. It's going to be really helpful. Mm-hmm. And and if that can that information is really helpful, it can propel you to life where, you know, you have no idea how good it can be. So now That's good. I remember yesterday on Sunday, we were at that pool gathering. Yes. And then, you know, you know, a lot of people were there. Adults were there. Um, people were smoking many different things. Just a lot of, you know, yeah. alcohol, yeah. liquor, yeah. beers all yeah. around. And then all of a sudden, I'm eating my food. Yes. <laughs> sitting down. <laughs> and next thing I know, somebody grabs my shirt. Yeah. I look to my right, and it's this baby. Yes. <laughs> a baby. And it's a baby. And he looks at me, and he looks at my plate. Yeah. I knew what time of day it was. You knew exactly what it was. So initially, I didn't want to give him any food because I'm like, if I had a son, I don't want random people just feeding my son. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no that's not me. Yeah. So I didn't give him any food, but then when Seth was like, yo, Chris, give him a fry. Okay, let me give the baby a fry. Yeah. So the baby was there. Give the baby some food. He's sitting down, hanging out next to me, chilling, you know. His mom is on the phone. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the baby wants more stuff. He go, he gets off the couch. He grabs the hookah tongs. Got to pull the hookah tongs. Yeah. He tries to go grab the hookah. To pull the hookah away. You know, there's liquor there. And we're having just literally having to. I'm like, I'm having to baby proof this yeah. area. Yeah. And the mom is just on the phone. I mean, on the phone, on the computer. Not mm-hmm. disrespecting the mom. Not saying she's a bad mother. But it was just like, why is your baby here? Yeah. And then you had that guy to the right of us rolling up whatever he was rolling up. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you don't see the baby right here? You guys finna smoke right next to the baby? Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of environments people grow up in. That's the and that, and that's the thing. People don't have the what is it? The tact? Is it tact? Mm, yes. You know, it's so that people don't have that and they don't think about that. 
Cause remember, you we talked about earlier today that people just don't have that brain or that consciousness of just thinking about what am I doing and how can this affect the people around me, mm-hmm. you know, and for the future. You know, they just thinking of just having a good time, you know, everything's fine, the baby's just a one-year-old, who cares? Yeah. You know, but they understand that, you know, you putting yourself around that environment, you know, brain remember things. Mm-hmm. You know, the brain pick ups on things. And, you know, and eventually if you be being around that environment all the time, then, you know, he's gonna pick up. Shoot, when I feel like when I when I'm sad, I just drink alcohol. Yeah. You know, when I want to get away from my problems, I just smoke weed. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's and, and and they don't understand that they don't see that. They don't mm-hmm. understand that that for that, you know, fundamental formative stages is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Especially not only the environment, but the people you bring around them as well. Yeah. You know, so yeah, people don't think like that. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the sad part. And you know, it's it's just you just wish people can really have that futuristic mindset mm-hmm. and and think about, you know, how can this environment or this conversation or this action not only affects me, but affects everybody else. No, that's really good because, you know, I, I, just, I remember like the environment, the music, the people just cussing and all this stuff. Yeah. God dang skin everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm a, and You made a good point. This is where people grow up in. Yep. And I'm pretty sure the mother was not married. Mm. Um, she's a single mom, just raising the baby, probably doing the best with what she, the best with the tools that she had. But that's the kind of guy who, at 22 years old, 25 years old, 18 years old, 30 years old, is lost, and the masculinity course will benefit. Amen. That's what, and and that's why I'm I'm grateful to create it because, like I said, so many guys. That's the, that's the world they grew up in. Mm. When I was a teacher, I would have students who um, I would go visit their homes, and you would literally see like the roof caving in in some of their homes. Mm. Just babies every. I never forget. I went to visit one of my one kids, one of my students, and like it was late at night. I think after a game or something, I went to go visit him. She's not, I, I think it was 12 o'clock. I go visit this guy. I promise you, there was a two-year-old baby who was still awake. Mm. Like, there's just no structure in these places. No structure, no, no order, no nothing. Two awake, still awake. I open the door, I'm talking to him. The baby runs out the house. Like, full sprint out the house. Running around. And we're get your back in the house. Oh, mom. <laughs> not the N-word. And the band. Oh, Lord. You know, two-year-old. Just running, just laughing. Da-da-da-da-da. One of my my students say, hey, I think it was one of his nephews or cousins, whatever they are. Hey, get back in. Get back in. Like, nah. Just running around the neighborhood, bro. Two years old. 12 o'clock at night. I look in the house. There's at least five kids in the house still up watching TV. 12 Mm. o'clock at night, bro. Oh, my God. School night. Oh, Lord. No structure at all. And I'm and I'm just like, bro, you you live here. So there, th- these are the environments that all these guys are are being raised in. These guys are are learning about life and masculinity and 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 leadership and care. This this is where they're learning it. This is their breeding grounds. And so that's why what we do is so important because just give. I want people to at least say. My goal in life 
is not that everybody becomes transformed while that is a dream. My goal is that everybody knows there's information available. Like that's that. the thing. Yeah, that's like that. Whether or not you grow or you, that's on you. But I, I, I don't want it to be like back in the day where we just didn't know. Yeah. I was a young man. I did not know how to become the best version of myself. I did not know. I didn't know what it means to be a master. I don't know these things. No, I want it to be available to everybody, which is why growing the Patreon is important to be able to advertise more yeah. just for people to see yeah. whether, whether or not you do it. Hey, it was available to you. You know it. It's here. And so, like I said, guys, patreon.com slash roommates. Thank you guys for all the love and support. Yes, yes, yes. We need more of it. Let's hit the 4,000 end of the summer. Chris wants to hit it before that. Honestly, I'm challenging them. Yes. I don't know if they're going to do it. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to see. We need some girls to really get them off their feet. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Guys, that's, that's a sad part, man. <laughs> they always they want to see women, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Gosh. we'll do what we got to do yes. to help their, help their lives. We will. Yes. For sure. So what do you got on the docket for today? So, man, I uh, it's been a lot mm-hmm. on my mind. Okay. <laughs> you know, so... And it's, I don't know if you saw this, but, and this even, this, it's been on my mind before this happened, but this is kind of like confirmation of everything. But have you know, seen um, that people are trying to cancel the song Cater to You by, by Destiny Child? Really? Mm-hmm. People are trying to do that? Yeah. Women are trying oh, wow. to do that. Your Twitter feed is <laughs> My Twitter is crazy, ain't it? It's crazy, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they, they say it has like... Um, what was the word? Slave-like, you know, duties. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, obviously, the, let me cater to you. Run your bath water. I'll rub mm-hmm. your feet. You know, I will be purposeless without you. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you say, I'll get it. Whatever you do, I'll, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, that's sparked up a, a debate between, you know, the people that support that song and people that don't support that song. And uh, like I said, even before then, I was just really thinking, like, you know, what does it mean truly for a woman to submit to a man? Mm. You know? Then there goes the Chris Hive. Another half I'm just asking a question. Nah, nah, I'm, just asking, I'm just asking a question. Yeah. You know, I'm asking a question, like, what does it truly look like? What kind of characteristics of, you know, a woman that is submissive, what does that look like? So I feel like if men want that type of woman, they can at least know an idea of what she looks like. Also, if a woman that does want to submit to a man, what does a man, you know, who has the leadership qualities and capabilities, you know, what are those things look like so she can see and submit to that guy? So I just wanted to have that conversation with you as far okay. as like, what do you think it means for, you know, submission? The S word. The S word. Yes. They are triggered. They are triggered. They are triggered. But who I cares? I think it'll be good. I, I think, I'm not worried about it. I think it'll be, it's good information. It'll be right. Okay. So the word submit mm-hmm. what does that word mean yes to you i'm asking you that oh let's look <laughs> it up I'm asking i you know that. what it means for me but i'm curious what does it mean for you though do you have a do you have a definition as far as just off the top of my head yeah what does submit me in general let me see let me see i think submit to me means um how can i put this is this in the camera, it's in the no, camera whoa. oh lord don't read it <laughs> that sounds crazy yeah uh, submit to me means I have to pay like an illustration. Mm-hmm. I can't actually give a de- definition. Yes. Uh, but submit to me means like a person that is following directions or, you know, a willing participant in, you know, whether it's an organization, whether it's, you know, support for a person, 
Um, and they're basically just there as a support system and a helper um, to that organization, that person, that individual. So that's what I feel like submit means. That's good. So the de- I'm not sure if this is Merriam-Webster or not. I just typed in the definition. And it says, accept or yield. This is where it's going to trigger them. Yeah, they'll lower it. To a superior force. Yeah, that sounds see, see that. <laughs> And, and there they go. Or <laughs> dislike, dislike, dislike. Or, <laughs> or to the authority or will of another person. Mm. Okay. So obviously superior force is offensive yes. when it comes that. to marriage. Yes. But authority or will of another person, I think that's where most people can agree to. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, okay. if especially if you are a Christian, you're supposed yeah. to submit to God. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. You know. So I think yield to a superior force will trigger everybody. Yes, hundred percent. Except the will of somebody else is it's still triggering, but less triggering. Yeah. So I think I think we'll I think it's, it's safe to say that most people will agree that submitting is accepting the authority or will of another person. Yes, I like that. Cool. My personal definition. Mm-hmm. I break it up into two words. Okay. Submission. Okay. Right? Submit, submission, right? Sub means under, right? Submarine is underwater, you know, you know, subpar is, you know, I got you. is under. Yes. Mission. I view submission as coming under someone's mission. Okay. That's my definition of it. I, I like that. I see that. So, illustration there's a captain of a boat we're in miami we're going to bahamas captain's going to bahamas we submit to his mission we come under his mission we're joining the captain on a journey to bahamas right so coming under someone's mission that's what submission means to me and it's a choice yes slavery is forced yes submission Submission coming under someone's mission is a choice, right? If there's probably nobody at this point where we would join their company, but let's say, you know, um, who could be somebody that we would, let's say you like LeBron. Let's say LeBron and uninterrupted say, we're going to give Chris a show mm-hmm. where you interview athletes. Yeah. You would have to submit to the leadership of the, of the company. Yes. You have to come under their mission. You mm-hmm. can still do your own thing, but they're leading it, and you have to. You're, you're part of the organization. Yeah. Here's where women will take this the wrong way. It's a choice mm. to get into that kind of arrangement. Mm-hmm. Relationships have three different arrangements, in my opinion. Okay. And I've always said there's never two kings to one castle, generally speaking. But let's just talk about the three arrangements. If you're a woman, you can choose this. I, one last time, come out and explain myself moving forward. I am not saying you have to do any of these. You have the freedom to choose what you want. The first one is submission to a man. Whereas the man is the leader and you come under his mission and his leadership. We'll talk about that one. That's the one we're going to talk about mainly today. Mm -hmm. The second one is the man submits to you. Mm -hmm. 
You're the leader. You're the captain. He comes underneath your mission and your leadership and your direction. That's the second one. And the third one, and it's a big word, but I want people to get lost in. It's called egalitarian relationships. Egalitarian. Big words always have small definition. It just mm -hmm. means equal. It's yeah. an equal relationship where both you guys are the leaders. Mm -hmm. How does that work? You guys choose. Exactly. You how that I don't know how two kings can exist or two presidents or two CEOs, but hey, that happens. Yeah. Funny story. There was a <laughs> There was a uh, a conservative organization. I just found it so funny, and they had two pre presidents who were women. Oh no! I'm like, <laughs> they had two presidents mm -hmm. who were women. Okay. It's like, how do you have two presidents? Like, and you guys are conservative. I, I, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Anyway, that, you know, <laughs> sorry. I'm trying to move them too quickly. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry. Not not because they were women. Because it was like oh, because it was just it was two presidents. It was conservative. You got I, if, a, if it was a liberal company, I would get sense. that. Okay, but they were a conservative company. Yeah. Like two presidents. Mm -hmm. Not even like a. It's not. I wouldn't be mad if it was a female president, female vice. But it was like two women. Women were presidents. I just mm -hmm. thought it was interesting. <laughs> anyway, so the third one is where both you guys are the leaders, right? And quick question: Sorry to interrupt. What do you feel like uh, women society wants? They want number one, number two, and number three. And what you feel like men want, number one, number two, number three. If I'm being 100% honest, I'm curious to your answer. Women as a whole mm -hmm. want number one. Mm -hmm. But they want number one with number two benefits. Okay. So they want the man to lead, but they also want veto powers where they can also lead mm. when they choose to lead. Okay. That's what they want. Okay. Most women don't want... In my opinion, in my opinion, don't want 50-50 because there's going to be certain things that will piss them off if they're always having to lead so continuously. Gotcha. Okay. And the man has to depend upon them continuously for so much in life. Okay. In my personal, if they, if they had the choice, uh, most men want one um, in my, to be the leader. But a lot of guys, especially the new age guys, don't mind 50 50 mm -hmm. as well. I'm curious to your. No, thoughts. I think I think I say I think the same thing. I think uh, women definitely want the man to lead, but also they want to, you know, have the power of, you know, whether that's their voice, opinions, or like you said, veto powers, wherever they seem fit, they want to step in, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah, and I can see. Um, you know, most guys say they want number one. Um, but yeah, if they if they want a certain kind of woman, they're going to lean to number three. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I I don't know too many guys. I don't think I ever met a guy that would that is willfully willing to choose. You know, to submit to their wife. Mm -hmm. I never seen it, but I have seen where guys are like yeah, fifty fifty, or you know, a different approach or whatever mm -hmm. other people say. And then, or they want to be the head of the household. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, continue. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. So, your question, the original one was about submission. So, I said submission is coming underneath someone's mission, underneath yeah. someone's leadership. And when you ask most women, in my experience, and this is the last time I'm going to say that. When I say something, I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying my experience from my research. I'm not going to say that anymore. Okay, cool. For this episode. All right. Cool. <laughs> When you ask most women, would you rather have a man who is more competent than you, equally as competent than you, 
as you or less competent than you, what would you pick? They would probably pick more. Exactly. Yep. And if you ask men, do you want a woman more competent, equal, or less? Mm, what do you think a man would pick? If they could pick, yeah, they would pick between equal yeah. or may, more or less. Mm. Because they, cause I would argue men understand that if a woman thinks she's your equal, you're usually beneath her. Got you. So... But you don't think women would feel threatened by that? Well, they would say that that guy would feel threatened by the woman, like because he's willfully choosing somebody that's not or or not more competent. Because like, because I can I can see women. I'm just playing devil advocate here. Of course, you know, I'm trying to get you know a good side because I can I know what they're going to say in the comments. Yes. Why would you willfully choose somebody that's less competent where I am more competent than you? Because two things, in my opinion, one, it doesn't matter to guys. Doesn't matter. Okay. Yes. Okay. So perfect example. It's okay. the same as the height. Got you. Right? Yeah. So it's like, generally speaking, height doesn't matter to guys. But if she's too tall, it's just awkward. Got you. But guys aren't really tripping on height that much. There's people who have a niche. Yeah. I like 5'2". I like yeah. it. But guys don't really care about height as much. Okay. Right? And usually guys prefer a woman shorter than them. And women want a guy who is taller than them. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's how God made it. Because if men wanted women taller than them, and women wanted men who were taller than them, it wouldn't work out. There needs it's like the puzzles have to fit. Yeah. You know. Okay. So to me, it's how God made it. Okay. So you. So what you're saying is like, let's just say height can be number one through three for a woman and desirability for a man. Competency can be like number. Seven through ten. Yes. Okay. Be going back to the point, women want to. This is just two women. Women either want a man who can protect and provide for them, mm -hmm. or they want a man that if they can't do it, he can step in and protect and provide for them. Okay. Miss Independent still wants a guy who, if something were to happen to me, you can still hold us down. Yes. Yes, I can see that. Guys in 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 most guy most masculine men's world. If something happens to me, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. I think somebody made this funny. I don't know if it was you made a joke or someone made this joke. And they and, and then I think it was, Andrew, no, it was Andrew made the joke. He said, when, you're, when your wife loses her job, what you say to her is, honey, we'll work together to find you a new job. When you lose your job, honey, I'll find a new job. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like this idea where men view it as, it's on my back. Yes. Okay. I'm not really looking for somebody that when I'm down, generally speaking, that you're taking care of me. Got you. Got you. It's like, yo, I'm gonna take care of the team on on my on my dime. So yeah, generally speaking, if you have a superior man, mm -hmm. you know, he's not looking for somebody, quote unquote, as far as like competency level that can take care of him. Yes, because okay. usually when you ask about competency, women generally speaking. It's it's usually like money. Yeah. Uh, generally speaking. Yeah. It's like career, success, stability. That's usually what people think of as competent. Like a woman is superior to a man nurturing. Yes. But we don't call her his superior. Gotcha. She's superior to a man, even a man emotionally in some areas. Some areas. We don't call her superior. 
But usually when it's a superior thing or you want a man better than you, she's not thinking about a man more nurturing than me, a man more sweet than me, yeah. a man more emotionally stable than me, a man more intuitive emotions than me. They're thinking about usually the more masculine things, success, career, money. Protection provided. Yes. So, so when you put that in the definition, the guy is not looking for that. Yes. Got you. So that's why she will look less competent. Yes. So, for example, if a man who makes a million dollars a year dates a girl who makes 35000 a year, women will be like, that's a straw man. A man making one fifty dates a girl making thirty. a woman will be like, why don't you want somebody on your level mm-hmm. and why don't you date other successful women who are making one fifty? Or yeah, or more. Or more. Or more. Yeah. In his world, it's like, why does money matter? Gotcha. Why does that, why does her amount of money make her on my level? Mm. That's a lie. Mm. The lie is I want somebody on my level because they make more than me. Just because someone makes the same amount of money or more than you, what does on your level mean? That doesn't mean that they're emotionally mature. That means they're not good for a relationship. That doesn't mean there's so many things the money is irrelevant to. So I would argue that there's so much of a masculine, uh, res- masculine um, demand that women have when they use on my level that when women look at guys and be like, why did he pick her? They don't realize he don't, he's not looking for those things. He's looking for the other things. So while you might be a 95 overall financially, she's a 95 overall kindness. Yeah. And for him, you're 95 financial, 70 kindness. She might be 70 financial, 95 kindness. He values that. Yeah. And she's a superior person. So that's kind of a, a, a interesting dynamic when people use that word or they get mad at men for saying they would like a less competent woman. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Because I, I think um, I was, I had it, I had it in my head. But also, there it is. Because also, because is the, the what they always say is that he's threatened by her because he's as confident, competent, or makes more money. You know, and that's the thing where I feel like even in that scenario when you have a ninety-five guy. And the women that are 99, like, like, why does that 95 don't want that 99 guy? That 95 guy probably would feel like this 99 woman won't, you know, she won't submit to me, mm-hmm. you know, because she makes more money or because she's more successful or she's more grounded or she, you know, whatever the case may be. So that's also a case where, like, most of those guys won't go for a woman, you know, as competent. Uh, and they would chew for you know something else that they feel like is m- like more beneficial for them, like the kindness, the nurturing, the feminine energy, and things of that nature. So I have I a question wanna... for you, real quick. Uh-huh. When women say a man feels threatened by her success, yeah, what do you think she means by that? I think a lot money. I think the money she makes. But what does she mean by he's threatened? Like, what is the feeling that he's experiencing? Somebody that... that's a, like that somebody is strong. Somebody is going to stand up for themselves. Somebody that's but why like, is he threatened? Like, what? I'm I'm saying from the guy's perspective, he's threatened. So, what does that look like by him being threatened? That what is by him being threatened? What does it look like, like for the guy? <sighs> hmm. I'm curious. Of, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I, I'm I'm really, I'm really just leaning back because like she's just like strong like she just like stick up for herself like she will have and he's the, afraid of her. No, I don't think he's afraid of her like physically afraid of her. But I think that you know he's afraid that if she disagrees, 
that you know she won't submit or listen to him. Okay. That she would continuously be combative. Yeah. Or continuously like question his decision. Because I'm trying to, uh, and maybe the obviously girls will, will tell us in the comments, you know how yeah. they are. Yeah. Because I'm curious that when they say he's men are threatened by my success, yeah. I'm like okay. What does that mean? What's another way of describing that? Because yeah, it's not physical threat, though. I know, I yeah. know, because that's what I'm like. So, what is a better word to describe what he's feeling? Because she's like, men, a lot of guys won't date me because they're threatened by my success. Yes. They're intimidated by my success. And when I think about those words, I'm like, are they, if, if I'm intimidated by some means, I'm afraid of them. Mm -hmm. So, if he's not afraid of you, what is another word used to describe that? We have to we have to look up the thesaurus, man. Yeah. We gotta bust that out. Uh, but yeah, I I just think that's that's why women say that he's threatened by my success because how successful I am, because of what the material things I have, because I have a mission, because I'm so focused or I'm very opinionated. Therefore, that guy don't want to deal with me because I might be too much or like I I can you know now I wouldn't say like overpower him or bully him. But I'm too strong where I would like consistently like demand or like ask questions yeah. or, you know, really like, you know, like you said, question everything that you do. So I remember when we were on Fresh and Fit and that one woman said, no, 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 I was on, I was on live. And this one woman said, um, I think men want a challenge. Yeah. Why would they do that? And so the, I, and so, <laughs> and, and let me tell you what, this is one of the biggest problems is that women want a challenge. So they then assume that men want a challenge. And what challenge do you think they want? Women want somebody who, who they, it's like they, in my, in my views, when they, they like, depending on the person, drama, mm -hmm. and they like the idea, I can push you and I can't solve you. I can't control you, but I can push you. I can explain that further. Okay. So women like the idea that men are not easily solved. Okay. Like mis a mysterious guy. He's not easily solved. So yeah. you have to figure him out. Yeah. I got to figure out what is he going? What is he thinking? How is he feeling? It's like, what is he going to do today? It's a, yeah. it's a drama. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's an emotional roller coaster ride. I was talking to Cordy Ryan about it because one of the ideas is that some women, they're attracted to emotional roller coasters. Hmm. So, for example, using that previous girl that you dated last year, when a woman is used to dating guys who put her on, on an emotional roller coaster ride, that thrill becomes what now is attraction. Hmm. That's what, when she feels attracted, she's really feeling that thrill, that excitement. You know, I'm not trying to be too crazy, but that's where the choking comes from. Yeah. That thrill creates an erotic attraction. Weird thing with women, right? Yeah. So when a stable guy like yourself, who is consistent, texts back, calls back, for them, you don't have the thrill. Got you. So therefore, you're less attractive. So they're like, So they will say things like, you know, you're great, but just I just don't feel it. You're a great guy, but something's missing. A lot of times what they're describing is the thrill. Gotcha. That thrill is missing from those other type of guys who are juggling different women. It's a drama. It's a novella. It's it, That kind of thing makes them feel excited. And, and that's what they desire. So there's a bit of 
that. Like a woman wants the idea of you can argue, go like going back and forth. Some girls just love it. They love going back and forth with a guy. It turns them on. So they like, okay, I'm going to challenge you. And you're going to challenge me. Mm. And you're going to put me in my place. And you're going to disagree with me. Like women want, like a, a nice guy is always agreeable. Yes, baby, whatever you want. Yes, he's, but a, but another guy, the masculine guy or the bad boy, he says, no, you ain't going, you ain't wearing this today. You ain't doing this. What do you mean? Da, 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 da. Boom, 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 boom. Pound town. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Double on time. You know? <laughs> and, then, and then that's part of the drama. So because they like it, they think that men like it too. Yeah. So then you have the women who are like, men want a challenge. Why would you want? And they will say, why would you want somebody who's, because in their brain, they wouldn't want it themselves. Mm. It's very interesting. It's very interesting, man. Because like, that's one of the, the divide of this entire conversation where divide derived from, I can't talk more. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Because I, I don't, I don't want to fight every day. <laughs> like, you know, I don't want to do all those things. But um, I don't know what the point was going to after that. So the the reason why I had I had um I brought brought up the 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 challenge was that so when it comes to the idea of submission, because mm-hmm. I think the original question was yeah. like what is submission to that and the third? You know, I I want for the women who don't understand the concept, I want them to understand that the the needs of guys is different than the needs of women. And True. then, and then, if you if you want to place what the women feel like they want versus what the men feel like they want is two different things. Yes, hundred percent. Right, and and so now to your question of like, what does submission look like, right? And I think the first thing was there anything you want to add before we talk about that. No, no, I think we can go there. Yeah. Okay, so what does submission look like? The first thing is like. I I'll talk about what the woman needs to do. Find a man whose mission you can follow. Okay. Right. And give me an example of that. Like what what is though? Like what's a good mission? I mean, obviously cool, 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 that's cool. subjective, but cool. his qualities. Before before I do that, if you're a woman who wants fifty fifty, that's what you want. We're not talking about that today. Is there women like that? That's yes. If you want that, we're not talking about that today. If you're a woman who likes to be in charge, you like the man to follow your lead and you want to be a leader, we're not talking about that today. That's that's a separate conversation. Um I that okay, that's where I wanted to go. I'm sorry, my brain is everywhere because this is a lot of stuff. Yeah, it is. Before we even get to that definition, let's get to why women don't like the idea of submission. Okay. Why do you think they don't like the idea of submission? Why uh, were they so mad about the destiny child stuff? Because it's like, I think it's just, you know, the control level mm-hmm. um, as far as just like the serving, mm-hmm. you know, the, the literally the, the catering, taking care of of you, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think that's that's where it's like uh, that's what they get triggered by that. I have to take care of you, a man, you know, and I have to, you know, meet your needs. I have to follow what you want to do. I have to basically, you know, submit and lay down my life to, and to take care of your mission, you know? So it's like, one, they'll ask, what makes you so great in me doing that? Mm-hmm. Two, is like, what about my life? You yeah. know, what about, you know, my mission? What do I, what about what I want to do, the mm-hmm. goals I, I accomplish? How does, what you're asking for look, you know, and what I want to do? Yeah. Uh, and then just, just three, I just think like, you know, 
uh, it kind of goes back to number one. Like, what makes you so special? Like, yeah. why I gotta just lay my my life down to you? And yeah. and and what? I don't see the point in it. You know. Cool. So the so I wanna hopefully this will make sense. This is just a knee jerk reaction. First, women are really attracted to dominant men. Do you feel like that's true or false? I do. They like a man who can initiate. I think when I ask women the question, what's the biggest dating struggle? They say men don't initiate. Mm. Initiation is usually a leadership skill. Mm -hmm. So I always bring up the example. I said life, romance is a dance. It's like dancing. Yeah. In a dance, you have a competent leader and a willing follower. That, that's and that that right there has to be talked about. Yes, a competent leader yes. and a willing follower, and we would get to that. Yes, that's how that's how it's the only way to dance. Yeah, if you want to take turns, like first song, I'm competent leader, and you're willing follower, and the next song, you're competent leader, I'm willing follower. Some people maybe that's what they like, maybe that's what they like, but for the most part, people will either like one or the other. I like to be the willing follower in a dance. I would like to be the competent leader in a dance. Usually that's how it is. A willing follower does not like an incompetent leader. Mm -hmm. Meaning that if you can't dance and if she went salsa dance and you can't dance and you suck, she's not going to follow you. Yeah. She's going to not be happy. She's going to be miserable. And eventually she can be like, let me just lead. Exactly. And then I'm going to leave. Yeah. Leave. She, ain't go she doesn't want to do that. Exactly. And then a man as I've told the story all the time, who is a competent leader does not like an unwilling follower. Yeah. If you're dancing with somebody and she wants to spin you or she wants to do this and she wants to do this step and like, no, I'm leading. You follow me. Eventually, he's not, he will, he will just leave. That's what I'm saying. If I want to do the Dougie to the right, you the, do it to the right too. Exactly. Don't go to the left. Got yeah. So he would just leave. He yeah. Like, he will leave. So, both people usually want one or the other and if they don't get that, they leave. So, in relationships, I feel like a lot of women want a man who is the leader. And let me explain what leader means. They want someone who initiates, mm. someone who's responsible, somebody who can, who can do things on his own, that they don't have to baby, a go-getter, somebody who's proactive, somebody who's constantly pursuing what they want in life, right? That's what they want. They want a leader. But the thing is, they want a leader on their terms. Okay, so that's so that's where you feel like the the, the divide yes. comes in. Okay. Yes, women like women want a man who's a leader, but they want it on their terms. And what do you think those terms are? When it's convenient. So, for example, let's say easy one: planning a date. A woman would love to, for you to be like, hey, sweetheart, I got tickets to this um, to, to the ballet that you wanted to go to. Then after the ballet, we have this nice restaurant. You know, we got some wine there. Then we go back here and do da, 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 da. this is the night. They love that. You create the plan. You have the mission. The mission is ballet, restaurant, pound town. You give her the mission. She's like, you know what? Sign me up. I just I, I, I just join it. Right, mm -hmm. so like as a car, it has a GPS. As it's going to a destination, cool. I'm hopping. I'm in. They love stuff like that, right? That's when it's convenient for her because guess what? I don't got to do any work. Mm -hmm. I don't got to make any decisions. Okay. But let's say on the flip side, a little bit difficult one. You're deciding. Well, do the kids go to public or private schools? Hmm. You as a man feel like 
I want my kids to be cultured. I'm going to find a good public school. But I want, the, I want them to be in a large environment for a lot of people. I want to go to this small private school. She feels like, well, I want my kids to go to private school. I want to be around a lot of people. I want them to be in an excluded environment. Da, 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 da. Who's, whose decision is it going to be? Yeah. That's a good, good in this situation, she wants it to be her Hers. decision. Yeah. Yeah. She, she wants to veto your decision, and she wants you to do what she wants to do. Yeah. You know? So she's like, you know what? Let me, I want to pick the school, and you allow the kids to go to school that I want us to go to. She wants to lead there. Not saying there's not situations where, you know, maybe she she leads, but that's an example. Yeah. When it's convenient to her, right? Mm-hmm. So another example is let's say you're like, hey, I really want to go to this date. Right? Mm-hmm. But she's like, you know what, I don't want to go there. I want to go here. You know what? I want to I want you to go instead of going to the ballet, let's say she wasn't moved for ballet, mm-hmm. I want to go with my friend to you know, sip and, and paint. Yeah. You're like, paint and sip. Yeah. You're like, no, I don't want to do that. I want, I thought, I, I planned for the ballet. In this situation, she wants you to stop and listen to and do what she says mm-hmm. and submit to her leadership and to do and go where she wants to go. Yeah. So they, so they want you to create the plans unless they want to create the plans. Got you. Got you. Submit onto their terms as long as it's convenient for them. As long as it's convenient for them. So, like, I like the example of the private or public school. One, the fa- let's say the father wants to do public, the, the wife wants to do, or the mother wants to do private. Mm-hmm. In the definition of submitting, mm-hmm. you know, in, in that definition, that raw definition, what do you think those two individuals should do? Yes. Who, who creates submission of the family? If he's saying, you know what, I'm the leader, and the mission of the family is we want to raise cultured children to go out into the world to leave an impact and legacy for the family for generations to come. That's the mission for the family. Mm. He believes the best way of accomplishing that mission is by his kids going to a public school with have a diversity of people. And, you know, he, he vetted the schools. It's good. It's out of third. He believed that fits the mission for the family. She believes that it fits the mission better if they go here. Yes. Question is, who's who's coming underneath the other person's mission? That's what I'm asking. So if she's if she's agreed that you're the captain, mm. you're the presidio, you're the president, you're the leader, then therefore, in those decisions, she has to trust that his direction is what's best for the family. Got you. Because that's where it comes to. Do you trust this person's direction? And so what I've realized is when women can't submit, it's because they don't trust the man's mission. Exactly. One of the most powerful things I heard a woman say to me once when she they were talking about submission is she was like, it's not that I trust my husband. I trust the God inside my husband. Mm. I trust that God is leading my husband and my husband prays about something. I trust that God's going to always lead him in the right direction. So if God tells my husband to go to public school, even though I feel like private school, I trust that God's leading my husband because I trust the captain. And that's where it goes back to. If if you trust the captain, he's like, Hey, we're going this way. Okay. I trust that you're going this way. We're going this way. When you don't trust the captain or you feel like, what you have to offer is better than what the captain has to offer, you know, then you will disagree. Here's a, here's a feedback. Let's say women will say no man is perfect. Yeah. They will say that. What if he's 
making a decision that I feel like is gonna hurt us, right? Let's just yeah. let's say, yeah. like, like for example, business decision. Yeah, sweetheart, I want to put thirty thousand dollars into opening this restaurant. She's like, sweetheart, I don't think restaurant business is good at this time of year. Da, 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 da. Yes, end of the day, he should always listen to his wife's counsel. I was always about that. Yeah, yeah, you should always listen to it and consider it. But as David Data says, and as a leader, you need to do what God has placed on your heart. If God told me to build um, the boat, but Chris is like, yo, I don't think it's smart to build a boat right now. I think, what do you mean? It's not, doesn't, what's rain? What are we talking about? I got to do what I feel like God has led me to do yeah. over what they say. And that's really what women got to understand for a masculine man who's a leader. He always has to do true to what God tells him. Maybe you influence him and he's like, you know, when he pray about it and he prays about it and God's like, yo, listen to your wife. God's like, oh, he shows you more information that's true to what she says. Now the conviction, it was internal, but she helped lead to it. But you can't ever do like, if you know in your heart that you got to move the family to Houston to be around your sister. Yeah. And you and your wife is like, no, Chris, I want to stay in Dallas. If you you can't be like, you know what, I'm a, I'm gonna stay in Dallas. Yeah. Because my wife told me that she wants it. She'll be mad if I don't go to Dallas. Yeah. You have to go to where you feel called to be. So that's where, like I said, if you're a woman and you want a a leader, that's what you're gonna get. There's pros and cons of 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 having a, a leader. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you feel like women understand when they ask for a guy no. that they want to submit to that as a competent leader? Do you know what they, do you think they know what they signed up for? No, no. And the reason why I say that is because I was reading an article, I think we talked about it, about Elon Musk's first wife. Mm -hmm. and, I, and this is my philosophy of humans. Everybody has a pro and a con. What's a con of me? What's a con of you? Yes. Um, I mean, I I think uh, a, a con is like you can you never know what you want to do. You can change your mind, right? Like if you if you are very if you are very uh, passionate about something, you're just gonna do it. Yes, you know. Is it is it pro for you, but con if you're working together? Cool. So, <laughs> how, so how is it a con one more time? Because uh, cause like like you can change your mind at any second. Cool. You can stay here, and then two days later, you can be like, I'm I'm over here now. Cool. Yeah. So, I. Like Chris said, I'm a very, um, how can I describe this? Here's what it is. I'm always trying to find the best possible decision to make. Yes, yes. Right? Yes, yes, yes. So part of that is we're always innovating. Yes, yes, yes. Highly innovative people. Hey, let's try this. Let's do this. Always in it's good. Innovation leads to growth. Yes. But innovation will also be annoying because it's like, hey, let's move to let's move to um Seattle tomorrow. Cause I know this tech company da, 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 will help us grow. Damn, we gotta move to Seattle. And Chris, you know, packs the stuff up. You know what? No, I found out in Honduras, Honduras yeah, that we yeah, can yeah, save yeah. money on taxes. Yeah, yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Every pro has a con. Every pro has a con. 100%. Every pro has a con. Chris's strength. Is he is flexible? Yes, as a, extremely as a flexible. Yes. If you if you need this, Chris can become that, right? Yeah. The weakness of being too flexible is sometimes you're not as opinionated. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you're not as this is what I want to be done. This is what yeah. we should be doing. So everybody and to me, it's like no one is better than another. I'm not better yeah. than Chris. Chris not. 
Everything has a pro and a con. But nobody has no pros and nobody has no cons. Exactly. Exactly. I think what happens is if you want a masculine person, there's pros and there's cons. Yes. If you want a leader, there's pros and there's cons. If you don't want a leader, there's pros and there's cons. And so I think a lot of women don't understand that there is cons if you want if you want to be the leader, there's cons to that relationship. If you want a man who's leader, there's cons to that. If you want 50-50, there's cons to all three. What can you deal with? Mm. The biggest cons that is a trigger to women is being a slave mm-hmm. and not having a say and being told what to do and being bossed around like a child and being not valued and being disrespected. That's the con. But if I'm being honest, some leaders are like that. Imagine working with a person like Elon Musk. Yeah. I don't think there's much, or let's use a better one, Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, no. Donald Trump is a dragon energy type leader guy. I guarantee you there's not much say you're going to have to work with Donald Trump. Yeah. Because he's such a driven leader like that. The advantage is this. You know, if you want to go to war, he's somebody who will go, go to war yeah. with somebody and be driven and go after it and be hungry. Like, he wanted to be president. He, he made it happen. Yeah. Much as you disagree with the man, he made that happen. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a, <laughs> that's a driven person. Yes. But imagine that person who's so driven, who's so focused, who's so ambitious. Imagine them asking them to come a part of your program. Yeah, no. asking the imagine his wife saying, sweetheart, you know what? I don't want you to work, you know, this month. I want us to go to vacation to the Bahamas with the kids. When he says, I want to work this month. That's never going to happen. Yeah. So you have to realize there's a spectrum to leadership. If you guys want this really dominant, really intelligent, really successful, really ambitious, really driven guy, flexibility, mm. consideration, sometimes, you know, control. You may not have all those things if you want that extreme of leadership. Mm. And so that's the part I think women, they, they want the alpha male on their time. And that doesn't work. So I, I can see I can see women as, you know, as a whole in society becoming more alpha. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to settle for just any kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But as they become more alpha, the more alpha guy they want. So like you said, I feel like the, the, the cons become greater. Yes. You know, you give up more control. You give up that, that, that flexibility because if you continue to be that kind of level and you want somebody, even you or more, you know, that's something where they will have to put in consideration and understand that it's going to be really tough to, uh, to, you know, they have to be willing to submit to that. And I don't think they really understand and know and sign up for that because that's where... Um, that's where I feel like, you know, society, the, the women movement, when, when you talk about public or private school and one disagree with the other, you know, it's not attractive to hear if a, if a woman hears like my man, my man wants our children to go to public school. I solely want to go to private school, mm-hmm. but I have to submit mm-hmm. and, and I have to, you know, uh, just go on on his ship, on his mission, you know, and, and just say, all right, we're going to do public school. I think that can create a huge divide in the household because, you know, I don't think they understand what it actually means to submit, especially if they feel really passionate about something. So my question to you, in a woman's ideal world, she feels really passionate about A, he feels really passionate about B, what do they do if there's a choice? Yeah, I mean, I feel like in in, in 
they world they yeah. want to do what's best for them exactly yeah so in their world they would want the man to say you know what let's do what you want to exactly do. even though he believes what and that's the part where then you're the leader exactly right exactly and and so can people lead in d- different areas right can mm-hmm. a man be like you know what sweetheart you know what you lead when it comes to schooling whatever you want you have the final say Right. Mm-hmm. Some people can break it up that way. It's not overarching everything. You know, some people can break it up like that. But I know for a fact in every relationship, someone needs to have the final say so. Mm. It, it's going to happen. And and someone's going to have to have to have that in any structure to exist. There is an order. The buck stops with God. Yeah. We all know that. We all know that. At the end of the day, man submits to God. Yes. At the end of the day, if I want to go left, God said go right. I can't go left. You can't do it. I, I'm submitting to him. He his way is the way. Yeah. So it's okay. more order today. I mean, you even got government society. You know, you got you got father to children. You got you know shepherd sheep. You know, yes. like it's always have order and yes. those things. So I as I've talked about when we're talking about a woman submitting coming under man's leadership. If you if you're a woman and you don't want a leader, going back to the egalitarian ones or the, the women leading, if you don't want a, a man to be a leader, that's what you do. That's what you don't want. Cool, but you have to realize there is if he's gonna lead, he's gonna lead the way he feels called to lead. So my first advice to your original uh, second question was find a man that you trust his leadership. Yeah, you don't. If you don't trust his leadership, you shouldn't be with him. If you don't trust me as a woman. Don't be with me. Yeah. So you. So like I said, maybe back in the day where a woman was arranged marriages, you had to follow his leadership, and he could be a bumbling idiot. Yeah. And you have to submit to his leadership. Nowadays, you can choose. You get to choose. If you don't respect him, if you don't trust him, no. And the second part that I want to talk about a little bit briefly is that when it comes to leadership, we always talk about the sexy side of leadership. Exactly. Who gets to say? And all of it really is a power thing. Mm-hmm. Women don't like being abused by power. They don't like that. Not anymore. No. Not anymore. That ain't not happening. I'm gonna, oh, man, I got to find this verse. Women don't like being abused by power. So any idea of a man having power over them is disgusting to them. Triggering. Cool. One second. I want to find this verse. About leadership. All right. So what happens is there's two disciples. One is the name. One of the names are James and John's their brothers. And then one day, um, James and John's mom came to Jesus and she said, Jesus, um, and when you create your kingdom, I want my son to sit on your right side and my other son to sit on your left side. Basically, she said, I want it to be in control. I want them to be powerful people. He goes on, tell them you don't know, you don't know what you're asking for. This, that, and third. Cool. So everyone was mad at the disciples, James and John, for wanting to be in charge. They wanted to be the bosses. And Jesus explained, okay, this is what leadership looks like. This is Matthew 20, 25. He says, you know that the rulers in this world lorded over their people and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. The first part is that people who rule, who are the leaders, who are the bosses, they boss people around. They use their power and they and they dominate and they control and they tell people what to do and people have no say and it's their way or the highway and they're, they're, they're the dominant individuals. Mm-hmm. He says, but among you, 
it will be different. Here's the thing. Whoever wants to be a leader amongst you must be the servant. And whoever wants to be first amongst you must be your slave. For even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom to many. Love it. So what Jesus is saying is that if you want to be a leader, being a leader is a servant. Yes. If you want to be in charge, that means you have to be a slave to other people. Because I, I am the son of man, but I didn't come here to be served, mm -hmm. but to serve other people. Love it. Leadership is service. The job of the leader is to care and to take care of those he's responsible for. Leadership is also responsibility. When things go wrong, whose fault is it? LeBron, the Lakers lost whose fault was it? LeBron. Patri I mean, the Bucks now, but when the Patriots lost, whose fault was it? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. What about, wait, hold on. We said it was LeBron's fault, but Kyle Kuzma had a bad game. Oh, he definitely has a bad game. Why wasn't Kyle's leader. fault? He's not the leader. What about Anthony Davis? He got hurt. Not the leader. No matter what, it's the leader's job and his leader's fault. Yeah. So the 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 other side of leadership is that when things go wrong, it's your fault. Mm -hmm. When things fail, it's your fault. Yeah. When people are not happy, it's your fault. When things aren't going well, it's your fault. It's your responsibility to fix this problem. It's your responsibility to serve your people. You are a servant. That's the part that when women who want to be leaders, they're never that kind of leader. They're not. They're not taking the fault for it. Yeah, they're the first one. They're the, they they want to be the Gentile leaders. Gotcha. They want to be the leaders of this world. They want to rule it over people. It's my way. It's my money. I tell you what to do. When a kid's going to private school, they're going. When I want this, this is how it's done. They want to be the boss. Hmm. That's the leadership women want. They don't want the servant. Mean that you're you're his slave. Mm -hmm. Think about what you just said. They said. They don't like Destiny Child's lyric because they were a slave. Oh, women in the old days, they were a slave. Well, biblically speaking, the leader is supposed to be the slave to the people. Mm -hmm. So you want to be the leader? You want to be leader or not? This is biblical. This is biblical. You guys are religious women, right? So leadership is servant. That's why they call it servant leadership. They don't want that. If I say you're, you want to be leader, your job is to serve that man. Serve him. Be a slave to him. When things go wrong in relationship, it's your fault. Mm. That's leadership. Because that's what's true for men. Yeah. Your job is to be a slave to your family. Your job is to serve your wife. When things go wrong in the household, it's not your wife's fault, it's not the kid's fault, it's the dog's fault, it's your fault. Accepting responsibility, talked about in the masculinity course. Yeah. That's leadership. So women, a lot of modern women, they don't want that. Yeah. They want the sexy parts of leadership. They don't want the sacrificial parts of leadership. And that's where I view that so many people who want to be in leaders, they don't want to be leaders. They want to be the boss. Yeah. They don't want to accept that responsibility. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, I can definitely see that. Um, you know, because I really want to have the conversations is to really just to paint out what submission looks like and what the qualities of men and what the qualities of women and both their responsibilities, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, I feel like we obviously are trying to create the men that are going to be loving, sacrificial leaders for their family. Mm -hmm. You know, that also comes with the responsibilities, the pros and the cons. Mm -hmm. You know, so the pro is, um, I wouldn't say it's a pro, but part of the responsibility is if he feels like public over private, 
then he has to go with that rather than submitting yes. to, you know, your wife and what she wants to do, yes. you know. But since he feels so strongly, we know that one, we hopefully came, you know, especially from God. Mm-hmm. And then also we understand that his duty is to serve and to protect and provide for you. He's doing what he feels like is best for you and the family. 100%. You know, the con is if he does make the wrong decision. Yes. Or if he does not, you know, follow the will of God or he doesn't need will, mm-hmm. he takes all the rap for 100%. 100% of the time. 100%. You know, and, and as far as, as women, you know, they have the, you know, the ability to, like I say, willfully submit, mm-hmm. you know, because they have vetted the man. Mm-hmm. You know, they have seen his mission. They mm-hmm. know where the boat is going. They know exactly what... You know, contract, they read all the fine print mm-hmm. and they're signing the contract. Yes. You know, they may not agree to everything. Yes. You know, they may they may question it. They can go talk to their little woman group, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. can do what they think do those things, but they have to be, you know, willfully submit to whatever decision that he makes. Yeah. And, you know, the good things is like you can really just sit back and enjoy and have the peace of mind that I know I have this man that's came from God mm-hmm. that is sacrificially serving me to the best of his ability. Yeah. And I have peace of mind because I could just sit back and see how I could play in that role in yeah. that. And then all, but the con is that if you feel differently, you may not get what you want. Yes. You know, and that is something that you have to, both parties have to understand their roles and in their abilities and pros and cons. And that's why I really wanted this conversation to happen so they can see both sides of it. If yeah. you're if you're a man that wants a submission wife, then you gotta get the good and the bad. If you're a woman that wants a, a man that you can submit to, you have yeah. to take the good and the bad as, and as well. So, you know, to me, you know, like I, I just feel like they just don't understand those two sides and two roles. And therefore that's why it's always a clash of titans one hundred percent. You know, things get together. Cause a woman submitting to a man who's a leader, remember, it's a servant-hearted leader. He's not a dictator. Exactly. See, their, their fear is to live under a dictator. Exactly. Where he tells me how to dress. He tells me what to do. He tells me everything. Remember, I told you, it's a power thing. Yes. They're, women want powerful men, but they don't want the men to use the power over them. Exactly. Which is why Jesus said, do not lord it over them the way the Gentiles, where the rulers of the world, Luke used the word Gentiles. Yeah. I like Luke's story a little better, but... Matthew was like, do not, do, people of this world use power to lord it over people. Yes. That's what women hate, right? Yeah, and that's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about. So a guy always takes his woman's decision into consideration. Yes. Always. You know, because she's not a slave. She's his wife. You chose her to be the mother of your children. She's not a dummy. She's not just some bum off the street. Same thing if you're a leader for company, you know, you know. And let's say I'm the leader of the roommates, but if Chris is like, bro, this might be best. I got to take it into consideration. Yeah. He may have a better idea than I do. I yeah. might have to be like, you know what, Chris, you're right. Let's go here. Let's, and you know what, Chris, you're right. We should have moved to freaking Atlanta. You know what, Chris, you're right. Maybe we need to get this. You, 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 you consider, because a wise leader has wise counsel. Exactly. And yeah. the wife is the, the, the head of the council. Mm. I mean, God is the head, obviously. But, obviously. You know, be yeah, like, oh, yeah. the earthly council. She's a, she's a chairman of the council. Yeah. So and, you, and you care about her thoughts yeah. because, like, that's uh, directly affecting you anyway. Yes. So I think their fear is the straw man extremism yes. of a totalitarian dictator that's going to control them. But like I said, that man is also very attractive to them. Yes. And that's why the K to you song and lyrics, that's why they were formulated. Yes. Because I feel like they came out of a very 
happy, yes. helpful, yeah. loving relationship where it's like, man, I know you're doing this yeah. for me. Uh-huh, I love and it. I'm like, like it, I ha- and this is how I feel. Yes. And now I just want to cater to you because I know you have the best for me and you're treating me the way I should be treated. I'm telling you something, right? I, I, I don't have this picture on my phone. I had it on my other phone. I can find it if I really look for it. But there was a picture of a woman who um, she she wrote down. I got I got to find it. I'm sorry. I got to find it. It's going to take me a minute. <laughs> no, you're fine. I got to find this. And women, this is the, similar to the cater to you problem. These A lot of women hated this post. I gotta find it. it was such a good post. It's gonna take me a minute to find it. Mark and line. No, no, do what you gotta do. But yeah, that's that's something where I I was just like I said, I was you know, I I've been trying to get back in the Bible. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been to make sure I'm 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 keeping up. And when I ran across that that chapter, uh I wanna say it's five with wives and husband in Ephesians and when it talks about, you know, the guy being the head of the household, he has to love his wife like Christ loved the church and the women has to submit to the to the man. And I'm just sitting in here like, man, I don't even think that you know, the man understands his responsibility and the woman understands her responsibility and they don't understand the beauty component if it actually done well, you know. And as I'm rambling, it's just like, you know, like every man has to submit to something. So we understand submission and what it looks like as well. So I think that's another thing that women have to understand and really, really get. If we're submitting our life to God and his mission, his purpose for us, then we understand what it's like to where it's like, man, I, I want to do this, but since I want to, this is not what God wants. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. And I have to submit to that, even though it's something where I'm anxious about or uncomfortable. About, I don't have, you know, this, uh, you know, the, all the answer or the confirmation that I want and looking for. So we are also submitting as well. 100%. So since we know the, the pros in that and the cons in that, Obviously, when we have these discussions and debates and we need to make decisions, we understand where you're coming from. Yes. We get that because we can relate because we submit to God. But go ahead. I want you to read this post. All right. Um, when you get your man ready for work while he sleep because he had to be there at 4 a.m. Real quick before you read it. Okay. For people, I'm going to post a picture so that people can see it. But go ahead. Okay. I'll start over. When you get your man ready for work while he sleep. Because he had to be there at 4 a.m. Lunch packed, clothes ready, ran him a hot bath before bed. And when he gets home, nothing but king treatment when you are a hard working man. Yes. Whew. I ain't going to describe the emotions. <laughs> <laughs> but king treatment sounds really, really nice. <laughs> a lot of women were mad at this post. Mm. Say, why, why are you doing all this? For him, why are you being a slave? Why are you doing all this? Why can't he fix his own lunch? Why can't he put on his own clothes? And they even got mad because if you zoom in, it's like a, she left some marbles, <laughs> some cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but here's going back to the Beyonce point. Her man works crazy hours to pay for her life and the children's life. Mm. Not saying she ain't working too. I don't know what's going on, but he's working and she loves that. And she's so grateful that she wants to take care of him. Mm. When a woman is, this is what I can agree to, a healthy woman. A healthy woman, when she's being taken care of, wants to do more for you. Mm. It's, 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 like, it's like you throw a ball against the wall, it comes back to you. If you're taking care of her, you're treating her good, she wants to now take care of you. 
with the king treatment when you get home. You know? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And so that's the that's that was a Destiny Child song was what it was all about. Yeah. It was about like Chris said, he's doing his job, he's paying the bills, he's leading the family, he's being his amazing husband. Hell yeah, I'm a cater to him because yeah. he deserves it. And so I I really want people to realize that what you want. You have to realize the pros and the cons to it. Exactly. Nothing is perfect. 100%. It's crazy even going back to the Credit to You song. It's like a lot of people don't understand that Destiny Jones also had a song called Bill, 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 Bill. Yes. Telephone Bill. Da, 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 yeah. da. It's like yeah. if he's doing that for yeah. you and you don't want to cater to him. Yeah. He ain't going to be happy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he ain't going to be happy. So yeah. it's like, like you said, the pros and the cons, you know. It's like that's if you're demanding those things out of out of a guy in order you to submit, and if he does so mm-hmm. lovingly, mm-hmm. submitting to you—I mean, not submitting to you, but leading you mm-hmm. and serving you in the best way he can—but you don't want to cater to him. Yeah, you know that's where it's like that's a huge just like yeah. just class of titans where it's just like it just won't work. It's like I don't know what you want to do. Dog. Yeah, and to the alpha strong woman part. I just want to make it clear. Men who are competent leaders do not want to argue. And they don't want to debate. And they don't want to have to fight person to be a willingful follower. Yeah. He doesn't want that. He wants someone who trusts the lead that he has. He wants a wife who's like, you know what? I think private school, I would like them to go to private school. But if you believe what's best for our children is public school, I'm I'm going to trust you. And, and and here's the thing for men. You know we bring that mug back up every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing for men. It starts with you being the king of your own kingdom. Exactly. I love it. Mm-hmm. If you're a guy, it starts with you have a proven track record of accomplishing tasks and being successful at what you do. You have a proven track record of saying you're doing something and doing it and there's success. Somebody once wrote, women... Women don't care about the men who are at, who are in the race. They just want to see the guys at the finish line. Mm. This is generally speaking, obviously, yeah. but that's what she wants. She wants she wants to see. Okay, you're you're a winner. I want to do. I want to play for LeBron and follow LeBron. Why do people want to play for LeBron and follow LeBron? Because they trust he will lead them to success. Yeah, they trust it. I trust he will lead me to victory. So. The first thing as a man is you need to be a trustworthy man. Masculinity course, Patreon, link in the description below. 100%. You have to be a trustworthy man who is a leader in and of himself where people are like, yo, I would love to join this team. I want a woman who, a woman like, I, w- I want to join this team. I like where he's going. I like what he's doing. I like his, his mission. I want to be a part of that. And also, if you're a, a woman who's ambitious yourself, Find a man who wants a teammate like that. Because some men do want that. I'm not saying every guy does. Some guys might want a power couple. Yeah. Some guys might want a woman who has a real estate company or who's a lawyer. or They, they might want that. So his mission is, I want a woman who's killing it the way I'm killing it financially. Join that team. You see, that's the beauty of the game. It's like college. Yeah. If, if you are, uh, Chris Bilo wants to play college basketball. Mm-hmm. He can choose what college program he wants to go to. You know what? Kansas runs a lot of three-point shots. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a three-point shooter, but, you know, 
University of Kentucky is a is you know it's they, an open, it's a flow. Yeah, yeah open they run flow, circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more me. Yeah, you know. And then you know what? I I do love what they're doing over at you know USC, but USC's always giving the ball to the big man. Yeah. You know, it's triangle offense field, yeah. and that's I won't fit there. You can choose if you get offers to all three of them. <laughs> you can choose what school you can be a part of. You can you're you're a woman. You can choose who you join their mission. It's your choice. Yeah. That's your choice now. Find a man whose mission you can join, but cancel time. Oh, Lord. <laughs> cancel time. Cancel join, time. Join Patreon. To see Patreon. The rest of the video. Let's get canceled. The final segment. Is there something that you want to add to that before we go to the final segment? Uh, I was going to say that we're creating, you know, as far as the roommates hold, we're creating these, uh, these very loving, serving leaders yeah. of men. But they're still leaders. Yes. Yes. And yeah. So that's that's one of the missions of, of the roommates. We're trying to create more men like this, yes. very, especially in the healthy version. 100%. You know, we we want the guys to definitely take your thoughts and opinion in consideration as they make the best decision. We're not trying to create dominant leaders that only you know just submit, don't say nothing, just sit there, don't talk, go cook, go watch, and don't say anything to me. Yeah. We're not we're not creating those kind of guys. One hundred percent. I love it. So let's get canceled. Let's get canceled. Let's. Brought to you guys by Patreon. <laughs> guys, patreon.com slash roommate masculinity course help keep us safe for segments like these. Here we so so here so here's the thing. They have to realize, going back to Kyla's example, you don't get offers to go to the other schools. Mm. So for example, like I said, you're a woman, you can pick what program you can join. But the problem is you have these alpha women. These boss bees, you know, these, you know, highly successful women, these independent women, when they want to pick a man, they don't get offers, marriage offers to join the team of a man who's a leader. Mm. You don't get that offer. They get the more feminine guy. You get you get the guy who wants you to be the captain. Yeah. They want you get the guy who wants you to be the leader. You want you get the guy that wants you to be in charge. And a lot of those girl women get those men in mass and they never want them. Yeah. They don't want those guys. No. Some women do, don't mind being a leader, being in charge, you know. But a lot of women, most of them if you ask me, don't. So these alpha chicks they get mad and they say, guys are intimidated by my success and guys are this. No, they just don't want that. If I salsa dancing, if I'm a competent leader, I want a willing follower. I do not want to fight somebody. So to those women, they don't get choices. This is what you get. You're going to get egalitarian, a man who submits to you. But you want a masculine leader? You guys don't get those kind of girls. Yeah, like, get those kind of guys. And and and, and that's the thing. I I I totally hear where you're coming from because I do feel like they have the guys like those, like they will let them lead in mass. But the guys they truly want, they don't have that many of, or if not any. Yes. But they want those guys to change. Yes. They yes. want those guys to really change. And like like I said, and to me, it's, it has to be. An extreme, unless they are, are are only talking to very dominant guys where they're not content, like taking their feelings in consideration. Um, like that to me, that's like I don't know if that's most of those alpha guys. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I feel like they want the, those very successful guys to just change in mass and really uplift their career or uplift their mission and purpose. And where those guys are not offering that in the contract, not at all. Going back to the college example. <laughs> Chris 
likes to. I think basketball is gonna be hard for them. Let's say yeah, do what you gotta do. Um, you're a woman, and you're like. Here's a here's a good example. I, I can't. That's not a good one either. Bad sports is the best one. So screw it. If you're if you want to join somebody's team, mm-hmm. and you want them to change their program to accommodate you, but they have other people who already want their program just the way it is, why would they change? Yeah, I could I could put a good example for you. Just like if you do have a basketball team and you have everything else is filled, but you need a shooter. Yes. You need a shooter. Yes. That's what the leader, that's what the caption want. He wants a shooter. Yes. But you only offer, let's just say, a slasher or a defender. Yes. You only can defend, can't shoot. I love it. You you cannot ask the leader, ask the defender to change that role if he only wants to shoot. A hundred percent. And that's what, and that's a part I think a lot of successful women, they struggle with that part so much. And why would they, they, I think I wrote a tweet where they uh, said, women will not change with their expectations for men, but they demand that men change expectations for women. Yes, yes, yes. He's, Lord. That masculine men are not gases. They're not liquids. They're solids. Yeah. They're, they believe what they believe. They have a mission. They have a purpose. They have what God's called them to do. So these women who are these new age, like I said, they want them to lead on their time. These guys won't pick them if they have the choice. They just won't pick you. And so then you can either choose, like I told Israel on Fresh and Fit, choose the feminine guy. He wants you. He would love to join your team. But no, you want to create a player who does what you do and want and does exactly what you want. Those type of men do not exist because everything's a pro and a con. Yeah. I remember I was listening to this woman describe, going back to Elon Musk's wife complaining about him. I was listening to this woman talk about Elon. Elon is a billionaire, starts a whole bunch of companies, works 100 hours a week, but she was complaining that Elon wanted a trophy wife. Hmm. I'm like, what? What? She said, she said, I, and she wanted a partnership. Hmm. I'm not trying to be rude and just miss that woman because it's not about money. But Elon's one of the most brilliant men on the planet. Elon's also one of the most financially successful men on the planet. You want a partnership? <laughs> Of a billionaire who's one of the most brilliant minds of the 21st century? Yeah. That's not how it works, dear. Because that's what everybody said about Melinda Gates. Mm. Melinda Gates wanted a partnership. She thought she was... Uh, she, uh, this can sound bad. But she thought that Bill should be following her. Mm. And Bill should be listening to her. Like, Bill built this before you. Yeah. This is his empire. You're joining this. You know? It's kind of like, and before the women get too triggered, it's kind of like Stedman now wanting Oprah to do what he says. Yeah. Get out of here, Stedman. Come on. Stead, Stead, man, sit down. <laughs> so I think that's a part that sometimes, it's, and then to, to play equal opportunists, if you're a guy and you're not a masculine man, you're not going to get submissive women. No, you're not. You're not going to get them. They're like, well, you should have to listen to me because you're not a leader. You're not a leader. You got to have a leader and you have to have a resume yes. of stuff that's like, that you show and have leadership qualities and success and may you competent to, you know, ask for what you're asking for out of the woman. Yes. You can't have nothing and ask for everything. A hundred percent. Masculinity, of course. Masculinity, <laughs> So, um, yeah. 
so the, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Is there anyone to add to it? No, nah, I think I, I think I said everything. I think the conversation was really good. I just want to make sure that both sides understand mm. submission, what they have to do with the pros and cons and responsibilities of you know what they're asking for. And I think if they if they really follow the formula well, everybody will be happy. Yeah. And as I said from the beginning, ask for what you want. Mm-hmm. No one's forcing you to be an egalitarian. No one's forcing you to bleed. No one's forcing you to be led by a man. But you're going to pick one of those three things. But also be aware that though you may want certain things, you might not be qualified for it. Yeah. If you are, if you, if you are not a willingful follower, you're not going to find a competent leader. Yeah. And if you are not a competent leader, you're not going to find a willingful follower. I don't make the rules. I don't make the weather. I just report it. Exactly. And I don't want to hear no overgeneralizing. I don't want to hear hear no fancy stories about this and that. I don't want to hear. We're talking about what's real and what's not yes patreon.com slash roommates masculinity course help us to get the 4,000 patrons my name is Hafiz Chris the star of the show baby we're the roommates and adios <laughs>